Hello, everybody. Cliff Ravenscraft here from PodcastAnswerMan.com, and you are listening to episode number 291. I'm recording this intro from my hotel suite here at the Rio All Suite Hotel in Las Vegas, Nevada. I have had an amazing time here at New Media Expo, and what you are about ready to hear in just a few moments is a recording that I made after probably one of the best meetups that I've hosted ever for the gspn.tv community i had a total of 27 people in my suite and uh of those 27 people 15 members were 15 of those folks were members of the podcast mastermind uh then there were quite a few podcasting a to z student alumni and then of course some of the closest of the closest uh gspn.tv community members and all of them were here for new media expo and i invited them up for a a quiet get-together, one without loud, blaring music and stuff like that. Amazingly, you put 27 people into a suite, and it was quite loud just from the conversation. But wow, it was awesome. And then just after everybody was about ready to leave, there were about eight of us left over, seven or eight of us. I can't remember what it was. But anyway, they're going to introduce themselves here in the beginning of this recording, and also they'll... uh, uh, mention who they are at the end of the recording also. I wanted to record this special intro for this episode of Podcast Answer Man just because I wanted to encourage each and every one of you to stay calm and don't overreact. What am I referring to? Well, I'm certain that many of you by now have already heard, or actually I'm sure that some of you are going to be hearing for this about this for the very first time from me right now. But there is a breaking story that just came out Tuesday night, and that is that uh, there is a new company that has come forward stating that they have had a patent for podcasting since 1996. Yes, I know what you're thinking. We'll talk about it more next week. But anyway, if you haven't heard the story, uh, personal audio LLC, or if you go to personalaudio.net, Um, This company claims to have a patent for podcasting and is now going through and suing content providers who have made lots of money from podcasting. Uh, And it turns out that they have already sued the, I think it's Ace Broadcasting Network and HowStuffWorks.com and one other company that I've never heard of when it relates to podcasting. But anyway, it seems like they are seeking out um, a judgment against the violation of a patent for content producers. I don't think that this is going to immediately impact any of the smaller producers like myself or you guys. But uh, I'm certain that uh, by the time this weekend rolls around, there'll be some pretty uh big stories that are showing up on sites like The Verge and and uh, Mashable and, and various other places. I just want to encourage you guys not to get too worked up over this just right now. I am uh, talking with some people that are quite familiar with the scenario. Uh, as I get more information, I'll see if I can't bring that forward to you all. Um, but, uh, you know, just, just like the world did not end on September 21st, 2012, uh, I would say that uh, you know we're we're gonna just have to see what happens and find out uh, you know more details as they come out. But anyway, Personal Audio LLC has filed suit against Adam Carolla's uh, broadcast network, uh, Discovery Channel's How Stuff Works network, and some other third network. 
that I don't have pulled up on on my screen right now. But anyway, uh, that news did break. My encouragement, don't freak out just yet. I hope to have some more information, some more news uh, by the next episode, by episode number 292, and uh, maybe share a little bit more details of what I know then. But anyway, until then, I want to share with you the conversation that I had during the second of three days while hanging out after our meetup with just a few folks talking about our experience here in Vegas. Here's that recording now. I'm going to uh, ask some folks here to introduce themselves, to, uh, tell us where you're from, and uh, and uh, then we'll just go from there. So, uh, starting to my left. All right. My name is Peter Adal from 168 Opportunities, and I am from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Woohoo! Excellent. Albert Athezi from the Local Method Podcast, and from Thunder Bay, Ontario, Canada. And by the way, Peter Adal. Albert Hathazi, both members, podcast mastermind. Yeah. Karen Hoog, Denmark, Copenhagen, Denmark, also a member of the podcast mastermind. Excellent. Jen Swanson from communicationdiva.com, and I'm from Vancouver, Canada. And also a member of the podcast mastermind. And I'm not. <laughs> I'm the only one, I think. I think so. What, we need to not sign yet. her up. I know. Yeah, I know. Um, well, I am Anna Sophie Reinhardt and of amindmedia.com. Have a new podcast, Your Life, Your Success. Um, yeah, I'm from Germany, Switzerland, now in New York. Excellent. And of course, she is a returning guest <laughs> on Podcast Answer Man. It was actually, uh, I think it was uh, November or December of 2011. Anna and I actually flew from uh, Blog World then, mm-hmm. LA 2011. We flew from Los Angeles to Oakland. Then we drove up to Petaluma and we occupied Twitch. We did. That was amazing. That was awesome. Dustin Hartzer from your website, engineer.com, from Dayton, Ohio, and uh, podcast mastermind as well. And uh, this is Cesar Vig from the Construction Industry Podcast.com. And I'm from London, Ontario. Um, actually from Brazil, but now London, Ontario, Canada. And And also (laughs) another member of the podcast mastermind. That's right. So uh, we had an awesome time here. Uh, Just absolutely thrilled to have 15 members of the podcast mastermind here at this event. Um, And just the podcasting track just has been out of this world. I know that folks hear me talking about it. Now I'm in charge of it, so obviously I've got a lot of enthusiasm and passion. But you guys have been able to experience just the first two days of this conference and um, I'm going to uh, ask you guys to kind of share what have been some of your highlights so far. So who wants to go first? Can I say something first though? Yeah. Just to, in regards to the podcast master or the podcasting track, I heard that John Dumas said that a couple sessions during the during the sessions he walked out and went to other rooms just to kind of check them out and the podcasting ones were almost always full and the other ones weren't always almost full. Sweet. So I guess yeah. just a prop to how, where blogging is or where podcast is is going and where the interest is of the people that are here. Yeah. I have to say though, because I'm mainly blogging, writing, they were not that good. I mean, today was great. John Moore was amazing, but I have to say that the podcasting ones were better, <laughs> and that is sad. I mean, for us writers. Right. Like I mean, for yeah. Now, to me, it feels like I'm in a, in a podcasting conference, to be honest with you. It's, that's, it seems like that's all that's been talked about, mm. is podcasting. Is, 
not what I expected. It's a good thing. In a good way. I, I did attend a blogging uh, session this morning because they were talking about something I'd never heard of before that I thought would be fantastic for podcasters to know about, something called link parties. And I'd never heard of these before, and it was a mommy blogger session with six beautiful sisters who run this blog. And uh, it was full, and it was fascinating, and I think it's completely applicable to what we do. And uh, so I was very excited about that. And Excellent. that was a, a great session that I, I'm glad I took. <laughs> I'm glad you did, too. I, that's one of the exciting things about bringing uh, podcasters, bloggers, and web TV uh, producers together all in one conference, having all of these different sessions. I'm glad that some of you had ventured out to some of these other sessions because there's a lot of things we can learn from the bloggers. Yeah. And and so I'm, I'm glad that you... What, so can you just give us an understanding of what a link party is? I'm interested. Yeah, a link party is where uh, a, a person decides to host a party. Uh, I guess similar to Twitter parties, but you host a party and there's a platform to do that with. And what it is, is you invite people to join, and what they do, and it only lasts for about three days or four days, and you post a thumbnail that's attractive that you think people will click on, and you post an interesting caption, and it links directly to a post or an episode of your blog. And they will put 200 on their site, they do it every Friday night, they open it, and it's first come, first serve. You might get featured, they feature five every week. And you're, you're up there for four or five days, and then it's down, and they host another party the next week. But what it does is it drives their audience to look at this party because they know it's happening every week, find new things, find new blogs, find things they've never seen before. If it's an attractive picture and a cool caption, um, then the people will click on it, and it drives their numbers like crazy. That's amazing. Oh. And it's called a link party. And apparently there are link parties in every niche. And I'd never heard of it before. And these are, you know, mommy bloggers and recipe and craft kind of things. But they said they're open on their website to taking anybody on any topic. So, li- so these link parties—that's a platform. And mm-hmm. is it like linkparty.com? Well, or? I don't know what the. I think I can't remember. I have it in my notes somewhere. I can't remember what the exact platform is to host your own. But on their website, they have a directory of link parties. Um, and uh, they would have that information. I think it might be called Linksys, S-Y-S, but I can't, don't quote me on that. Okay. I'm not sure. But this was um, uh, SixSistersStuff.com. Excellent. Yeah. I enjoyed, I think, every keynote. Uh, Guy Kawasaki's keynote. I liked uh, Dana White's the fireside chat and the way that UFC is using uh, social media and how they're, Communicating with their fans, I think that's huge for everybody. Um, who's the the Ford the Ford presentation? I really liked. Uh, made me see uh, Ford differently. Yeah. You know, I don't see another another car company doing what Ford is doing. I, to be honest, though, I didn't know Ford was even doing that stuff. So, but once you see how they put their campaigns together, that was really exciting. That's great. That was Scott Monty that did that session. Yeah, yeah. I heard. I heard, I think it was on Twitter, somebody saying that this was uh, the best keynote uh, in the whole history of Blog World. That one by Ford. Oh. Yeah. It was, yeah, that's, I heard it going around. Well, they, that must have been posted before tonight's keynote, which of course was <laughs> Leo, Leo Laporte. <laughs> there were a couple things that I loved about what Leo did tonight. And what I think was really awesome, and it did for the podcasting community, because there was one thing that Leo did 
in those original keynotes. I wasn't there, but I listened to them. And he introduced the whole controversy of not calling it podcast. And the one, we did not get the N-word tonight. Now, the N-word is netcast. He did not say that word. So one of the things that I love is that Leo Laporte always used the word podcasting tonight. He did say, you know what, I still, he said, I'm still not a fan of the word, but that's what we are. That's who I am a podcast. And he said that several times. I am a podcaster. We are podcasters. And I personally, I'm an evangelist for not just podcasting, but I'm also, I'm an evangelist for the word podcast. I figure, you know, why reinvent the wheel? You know, we want this thing to go mainstream, you know, and, and he said he's, in, in all fairness, he said he's not a fan of the word blog. But the thing is, is whose grandmother today doesn't know what a blog is? And how does that happen? Well, it's, it's because blogging's been around for 10, 15, you know, some odd years now. Podcasting has only been around for, what, seven or eight years now. And so podcasting is about ready to get to the place where our grandparents know what podcasts are. And if we start calling them something different, then, then I think we've, we started, you know, we've, we've shot ourselves in the foot with some of the momentum we've made. So the fact that actually Leo says, we're podcasters, I'm a podcaster, I loved that. Not to interrupt, but I think the main thing is that Leo is among us now. Yes. That he, that, he, that he joins us and he talks to us, and I saw him talking to everybody, I talked to him myself, and uh, he needs to tap into the community to, because I know when Leo does that, he learns stuff. What I cared about and what I loved about the keynote was that he sees us as content creators. That's yep. what we, yes. what I mm-hmm. would call us as the future. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what we are. And that's what social media enables us to do. That's what blogging, podcasting, vidcasting enables us to do is that we can put our truth out there and we can start to fight the big media and we can actually, um, I don't know, make this world a bit better and stop the fear and stop all these things. And I believe that step by step, we can all do it. And it's the power of the of the many, I think. You know, th- th- one of the things that I did love about that, that he actually made a case for why he didn't like the word t- podcasting. It was the first time that I, I think he communicated it in a way that didn't, like like put down podcasting like it's an inferior it's an inferior uh an old technology that nobody it's never going to go anywhere that's the way that i used to hear him say it's like podcasting's dead it's too hard but he didn't do that today today when he says i don't like the podcast the the term podcasting he goes because i think that limits us and exactly you know we're content creators we're creating content and podcasting is a is a is a channel it's a distribution method of getting our content out to the world. And so I totally agree with that. But I but there is something that's unique about podcasting. You know, we I, I, I he actually asked tonight, he goes, so here who here considers themselves a podcaster? Mm-hmm. And of course, obviously I'm sitting front and center and I started clapping. Mm-hmm. But guess what? I wasn't alone. Mm-hmm. There was there. I heard a lot of people clapping that actually say I am a podcaster. Now you know what? Am I a blogger? I don't consider myself to be a blogger. Do I blog? Yes, I do. Am I am I a, a video producer? I don't consider myself to be a video producer, but do I produce video and use it all the time? Yeah, but my preferred, you know, you know, some people are bloggers, but they're content creators. 
And so, you know, that's, that's I still I'm very keen on this. What, um, I watch Leo all the time. You guys, I, I love Leo. <coughs> he was recently uh, did an episode of Know How, which is the closest show that they have to what used to be the screensavers. And they did an episode on how to podcast. All right, so obviously I'm interested to see how they're going to do this. I as Actar, Leo Laporte, they're going to tell people how to podcast. I'm really eager to see how this goes over. And Leo starts the entire episode and says, so the title today is How to Podcast. And, and he starts, and the very first thing he says, and first of all, what we're doing here, this is not a podcast. I used to podcast. This is not a podcast. And I'm like, oh my gosh, Leo, come on. <laughs> I actually told all this to Leo today. And, uh, and I said, there's like, wait a second. Yes, it is, because I am, I am watching you. I'm watching the video of Know How right now as a podcast. I and and the, one of the things he said, you know, they go through and they went all the, through all the technology, and somebody I asked said, you know, you could do video too, and he's like, yeah, you could, and he and, and he says, and you could even put it on YouTube, and he's like, yeah, if you want to, that's an easy way to do it. You could actually just create some video content, upload it to YouTube. You've got a channel, and blah blah. blah. And I think I asked kind of said, and yeah, and that's a podcast. And Leo actually correctly said no. It's not a podcast unless it's deliverable via the RSS feed. The binary file has to be able to be subscribed to and delivered and pulled from the RSS feed. And he, and he says, so therefore, YouTube, he, he says, but you could tie an RSS feed to the YouTube channel. He goes, but why would you want, and he says it know how, why would you want to do that? And I, I'm sitting here with my iPad and my earbuds on a plane up in the air with no Wi-Fi. This Leo Laporte is why you want an RSS feed on this video. Because I'm consuming it right now. If you did not have the RSS feed, this would not be a podcast and I would not be able to click yes. play on YouTube or on your website. I would not stream this. I'm up in the air. There's no internet. But I downloaded it via the RSS as a podcast, and that's how I continue to consume your content. The people who, who that I have noticed who don't acknowledge what a podcast is, and who who often says we don't have to worry about it, we shouldn't we shouldn't care about it, is the people who don't do it. The people who podcast know how important it is to stick to. All the things that you have, you have to have all the tools in place and know how to do it. And we need a community. We need to keep together like we do now and like we do at this conference. And we need people like Leo to come and acknowledge what we do and not sort of say we don't need to know. And we need that because we still don't have the technology in place. It's still hard to podcast. It's not easy to podcast. There's a, so many, if you want to do it right, so it's easy for the consumers, for the people to get up our content, we yes. really have to work hard on this. So that's why I come here from Denmark all the way, is to, you know, be reminded and to, you know, keep uh, close to the people who have an influence on the way the, this medium is... Um, Developing because it's still developing. It's not finished. Uh, to me, it feels like he, uh, I, it was, I really enjoyed the the keynote. To me, it seems like he has this thirty thousand foot view of of uh, what's going on because he's been on in radio, he's been on TV, you know, he's doing this. At times, it, fe it felt like he was a little because of the, the the word choices. He was a bit little bit out of touch, 
but I think he was humble enough to understand that there's this thing going on down down below and 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 he was kind of almost like crashing the party you know and we look up to him and he understands that but he's like Oh, oh, okay. You know, yeah. you really want to be called podcasters. I, I, I better use this word a lot. That you know? is exactly. You know what? <laughs> that, that is exactly. The, the, that's the impression that I had. I had the opportunity to spend an hour or so with Leo uh, this afternoon, and and you know, I thought you know he came, he agreed to come, uh, and I'm so glad that he did. But I didn't think that he suspected that the podcasting track would be this big. Yeah. And I, and, and I didn't think he would think that there would be that many podcasters in that crowd. And, and one of the things that happened was, I can tell you, it, it, took, it, it took a lot for me to get Leo here. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he came, and I will tell you right now that um, this evening, the, he's like, this is amazing. Of course, you heard of the podcast. I don't think for a mil- in a million years, I don't think that Leo ever believed that that room that we were in for the podcasting awards would be standing room only people out the door. He never dreamed that was going to happen. And you can tell he's like, wow, podcast. And this is one of the favorite things he said during his keynote. He goes, you know, I once said at a keynote somewhere, podcasting is dead. And when he says, well, we see how that happens. We see how that works. So he understands like, wow, this, there is a grassroots effort of people who do, like you all said, that we do still consider ourselves podcasters, that this is our meeting. And these, this is the eighth annual podcast awards. It can't, you can't kill it. You know, it, we're still here, <laughs> yeah. and and I love that. And and the thing is, he's like, listen, why why am I not a sponsor of the podcast awards? <laughs> he said that in front of everybody. I can I. It's almost as like, man, I for I forgot how vibrant this community was yeah. because what happened is the podcast awards didn't have a live event. It was just live streaming, you know. And he made a joke saying, you know, Todd Cochran, you know, he's sitting there in his studio and for the sixth and seventh annual podcast awards. But what happened was. Leo came here and he saw this community and he's like, wow, okay, so podcasting isn't dead. Mm-hmm. And, and he says, listen, I, you know, put, sign me up. I'm here next year. Uh, I'm sponsoring the podcast awards next year. And, and we've, I think we've got him in. He is, he, I, don't, I don't know if he'll ever, you know, come to a, say, you know, that he'll ever say, eh, maybe this video stuff didn't work out. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, he he does still stay today. He's like, listen, you know, ninety percent of my income still comes the from the audio podcast downloads. You do. I, I, I was gonna say I would say that I mean just an overall impression of Leo for the podcast awards. I mean when we first got in there, the room was kind of empty, and I could tell he was kind of thinking, oh, okay, maybe. But at the end there, it was packed. I mean, it was standing people in there, and of course you could tell that he was having a ton of fun. Because I think he was a little bit surprised from everybody that was there. Yeah, so, yeah, um, yeah. I totally understand that. But one thing that I was going to say is that, uh, in a way, um, you know how he criticized uh, the TV networks and how because they try to dictate how things should go. Uh, when you you know unilaterally decide to abolish the word podcasting, he's basically guilty of the same thing. He's trying to dictate where sh- we should go. And I think he kind of, during his keynote, he kind of realized that, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, like backtrack a little bit, you know, and he was turning into Fox yeah. know, by, by trying to dictate where we should go. Did you notice he put his notes away at one point and he just started going off the cuff? Yep. 
yeah, yeah. And 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 uh, and the thing is that you know, with language, you know, that's in the end, it's all the language. You know, it's organic, yeah. right? Mm. And we can't force it. I mean, we we became podcasters, even if it has nothing to do with. If you say podcasters, you know, long enough, it kind of loses the meaning. We we forget that it's tied to iPods and stuff. You know, it just becomes its own yeah. thing, and uh, you can't fight that. And especially in this world of social media, that things grow organically. You know, you should just let it grow and see where it goes, and just think, you know, adjust as it goes. You know. But you should be a part of it, and I'm so happy that Leo yeah. now is a part of it. Exactly. That he he's tapping in, into the community because the community is there, and you're a great part of that, Cliff. That and everybody says that here. You know, mm-hmm. with, that you're doing a great job holding the community together, and 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 then you see people coming back both to this conference and and also back to podcasting like Chris Brogan and started podcasting again Mm -hmm. and today I was happy to meet the podcast brothers Tim and Emil Tim and Emil I was so happy you know to see them because they mean a lot to me they they got me started in this medium and they were sort of building up to the first podcasting expo and people at the time said podcast that or what kind of expo what did you say because they were making an expo in 2005 about something that people didn't know about yeah so they were here and a lot of people rob greenlee was here again and a lot of people who who were there at the time and i hope that like leo people will come back tap in and see what they can do to influence to have an impact and but i think they can only have an impact really if they're a part of it one thing I was impressed with were in the podcast awards were um, you know there was NASA podcast and there was ESPN podcast and there was TEDx podcast and I'm thinking those are huge names and they're part of the podcast awards. They're shows that have been nominated that are legit podcasts and it, you know I mean that's not just known in our world. It's known farther than that. And one of the, the other things I want to say is, is in our country, we have a national radio, um, CBC Radio, Canadian Broadcasting Company. It's our, our uh, national radio. And they always talk about, you know, if you want to download the podcast, you know, every show that they do is recorded as a podcast and you can download it from their site. And they use that word all the time. Like, I listen to that radio all the time. And, uh, and you, they're always talking about podcasts. So. Just a little parenthesis. Yeah. just wanted to... Uh, let everybody know that our friend Albert Albert Hatazi that's sitting here, he was a featured guest on CBC. That's right. Yes, he was. Both <laughs> radio, national, yeah. nationally syndicated, and in the podcast as well. Yeah. Well, one word on language, even in Germany, um, the news. It's a vidcast, it's a podcast. You can download the news as a podcast, you can yeah. download it as a vidcast, so... The word is used. The so word is there. Yeah. The, it's a blog as well. So that's just the, what do we say. It's. I mean, it's semantics in the end. Who yeah. cares, <laughs> right? It's like no, it does. Uh, I do care because do? I care a lot because there's the com- consumer part of it, and maybe the, I don't think the consumer, the users of podcasts, should even care. We don't really, but producers, producers should need to care. care. We need to care. We need to understand the value the, of that RSS feed. We need to understand that because nobody else does. And we even among us have to sometimes remind each other that this is important to stick to that. Yeah. Because you even hear pe- podcasters, oh, well, I'll just, you know. And I know Todd Cochran, who does the Podcast Award, have has a hard time um, 
holding the, the holding it all together because so many people dip, would you say they, they don't acknowledge that you have to have an RSS feed? Yeah. So they consider themselves podcasters, but they don't do it as a podcast. So, yeah. So it's it's a hard, you know, somebody has to do the work yeah. and, and maintain yeah. the whole concept. So uh, yeah. let, let's talk a, a little bit more about uh, New Media Expo in general, the, the networking and the, the relationships. Can you tell me some of those relationships that you've made here at the conference and, and some of the conversations and inspiration and encouragement you've had? Well, I was just going to add one last thing to the, oh, yeah, to okay. the keynote with, uh, I was trying to get in, it's very hard, there's eight people who all want to talk, we're all podcasts, we all love talking, but the thing that I thought was really cool, and I'm a big Leo fan, like I listen to Mac Break Weekly every week, the thing that I really liked was kind of the behind the scenes story that he told, that's the pieces that really stuck out to me, you know, he kind of shared his numbers, how much they made, like year over year, starting in 2005, and just like, where you can go as being a podcaster or a network of shows like he has you know they're up into the millions of dollars of revenue they bring in each year they've got HD cameras what did he say a hundred and some cameras 72 cameras 72 cameras in this place because he's like that's just awesome to me like the technology is just so cool it's just crazy it's mind blowing that just think like that can be something that we can aspire to if we want to. If we don't want to go that big, that's not what we have to do as podcasters. But he's just there sharing his information. His podcasts are like he gets to sit around a table like we're doing right now, or talking with his friends about the coolest thing that's out there in the world. And I just think that's so powerful and so cool. And there's people out there by the hundreds of thousands that subscribe to his content and just listen. Um, so it just shows that there's a huge market for any content, any niche, anything. Just talk about it if you're passionate about it. Mm. Now moving on to the section with what you've learned. <laughs> so, so networking. You guys tell us, you know, some of the people you've met, just the conversations. Anything especially encouraging? Somebody you bumped into that you're happy to see? I met Leo Laporte and Leo from Buffer App. Yes, he was standing around. I, I just turned around. And I saw this guy. His name tag said Leo. I was like, oh, that's the guy. And started talking to him. I was like, you're really young. And I mean, I'm really young here. Like, I'm not even 30 yet. He's like, yeah, I'm 22. It's like, dude, I heard your interview on Mixergy, and I heard that they bring in, like, $70,000 a month. And I'm like, you're 22? Like, that's awesome, you know? Like, so we got a conversation, and he talked about his session, and then I went to his session, and we talked a little bit afterwards. And, you know, it's just kind of a neat thing to meet people in person. Like, I use your service all the time. Buffer is so cool. And I just talked to the guy that created it. Like, how neat is that? That is awesome. It's really cool. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I, I'm really blown away by this conference. I, I've been to a lot of conferences, right, in, in my sector. It's completely different. So it's, it's a bunch of people. And each one of us here, we are, in a way, like the, the, the head of a tribe, the head of a community. Or, and we have a platform. And, and there's this... Um, it's 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 understood by everybody that we're here to help each other, and so it's totally okay for you to come and tap somebody on the shoulder and say, "Hey, my name is Caesar," you know, and and then there's this conversation. Okay, how can we help each other here? You know, and um, it's amazing, you know, and and not only that, you get I got to meet some people that I that I follow on on, on you know by listening to their podcasts or reading their blogs. Um, I, it's just amazing. I'm really, really impressed. And it's really well organized as well. Like, you know, as far as conferences go, they're really on the ball. Um, 
all the way from registration to organizing everything it's just perfect so I'm really happy well there's one thing I want to mention before I forget John Morrow was doing his session today so that was amazing and that was the reason why I was here totally forgot that John Morrow is my role model he's amazing he's an incredible writer and that he was here that was unbelievable and his session rocked and I will listen to it over and over and over again and that was that was amazing so I'm glad I got to see him yeah, the internet business mastery one literally made people laugh and cry really? <laughs> they told a story and I got all teared up and then I noticed the lady in front of me did and there was a guy over here that did and I and <laughs> it was unbelievable it was and and what they said I mean they said all sorts of things but what they said was you just don't know how what you're doing is going to change somebody else's life right. in a profound way and and you may never know or you may find out a year later or you may find out in a week from an email but there were stories that they told about um, people that have come back and said, you know, because of what you've done, um, I stayed in bed for X number of weeks and my child lived. I mean, it was that profound, right? We're all sitting there. So, I mean, it was it was a phenomenal session. But, but to mean, remember that what we do is is important. I mean, yeah. Cliff, yeah. you know yeah. that. You know, you know how, how you've helped me in, in my darkest 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 hours and podcasting has saved my life and I'm, I'm forever going to be grateful for that it has a profound impact on lives yeah. it does one thing I think about all the time sorry uh, is um, is how the internet has um, there are no secrets anymore you can't hide right so everything is out in the open so and that you can get two, two results from that Right? Number one is you can now you have to behave and be good because right? Everybody or you can pretend. see it. Or pretend. But even pre- you can't do that for very long. But people right? do. Yeah. So, or, so much. Or bad behavior becomes okay. And we see both today. Okay? We see celebrities that justify being bad because you know they can't hide. And on the other on the other side of the end of the spectrum is this conference. Okay? in which goodness is rewarded. And and it's so cool to see uh, goodness being rewarded and how we can all share in this. I think it's, it, it, you know, it gives me faith in humanity again. Another cool thing for me, which was really, really pretty neat, like last year was my first New Media Expo or Blog World. It was fun to go to. It's fun to come back and see the same people over again, meet them again. Like, I mean, it was really cool. But the thing that, I mean, last year I just went. I was a participant. I was there. I when just you say last year, you're talking about June, June. this year. Well, yeah, right. Wait, last year. Last year. <laughs> it was 2012. Sorry for correcting you. Yeah. Absolutely right. Um, but you're talking about June, Blog World, and NYC. Right, exactly. But then... Then I got a couple people that listen to my podcast and like, we're coming. We, we want to meet you. And I'm like, well, cool. okay, now I need to do something. Like, I'm going to have a meetup. Like, and now I'm, I'm thinking, like, okay, all everybody else's meetups are late at night. Like, okay, I'm going to do a breakfast meetup. Like, I just kind of threw it out there. Like, I kind of made something up. And we had a breakfast meetup this morning. It was ridiculously early, and we were all tired. But we all had breakfast. It was a good time. And there was 10 people. Like, wow. is, that, is that a great meetup? No. Like, we went yes, to yes, wait. I'm just is. saying. Just saying. Listen. Is it a great meetup? <laughs> yes. It was a great meetup last night with Pat Flynn. A hundred. 
Would I like to have a hundred of my closest friends with me? Yes. Did, have I started a podcast two years ago? Yes. Like, I'm way new into it. We had so much fun, just the ten of us. You know, because I got to know each person just a little bit more. If there's a hundred people, it's a lot harder. Yeah. But it was just so much fun. It was a great time. And, I mean, I wouldn't have... Thinking back three years, like, would I have ever thought that, oh, in three years from now, I'm going to have a... A podcast meetup with people who listen to me that when I'm sitting in my basement talking about WordPress, like, no, that's never <laughs> my wildest dream, but so Justin, awesome. Justin, I have to ask you a question, though. When did you decide to, ho- to throw the meetup? When did you put it together? The week before. Like, last Two weeks ago. Yeah, so, so two weeks ago. I mean, not very long ago. Ten people show up. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. Now, think about that. Come back next year. And start planning for your right. meetup three months before and start announcing it right. over and over again. And I only did it because two people... And save up your pennies, two, brother. <laughs> two, or, two or three people said that they wanted to meet me live. And it's like, well, why don't I just put something together? If I have two people, awesome. Two people. If it's 100 people, awesome. You know, But you know, just those people that reach out to you as a content creator, and they just want to say thank you for... Bringing value into their life, I think that's really important. It's amazing that they would say that they would they would come here to meet you. Right, that's crazy. I yeah. think that's even more impressive than them showing up to for your meetup. That they would come to Las Vegas. To, right, you know, I, want to, I want to meet Dustin. Right, that's yeah. really cool. Because nobody wants to come to Dayton to meet me, so we'll come to Vegas. Well, this was my first ever. New Media Expo conference, and um, I was totally blown away. Not only is it my first New Media Expo conference or blog world, but it's my first conference going to a place where I'm among people who are creating. Con- I mean, content creator. I mean, just they create content, and uh, totally amazed um, as far as just being able to meet members of the po- podcast mastermind that you know, we d- we've been with each other in the trenches for the past year. But not only that, but the other people, you know, people like uh, Cheryl from Oh So Pinteresting mm-hmm. and being like an influencer in her life, she came to um, our session. Cynthia. Cynthia, oh yeah, my goodness. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. She's going to hurt me if you Somebody hear this. do me a favor and make sure to introduce me to her tomorrow. She has been so encouraging to me and I've never met her. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. And uh, she came to our session and... She, and uh, she wants to maybe start a podcast, and we're like, and she was, she's likes Pinterest, and there's not a podcast about Pinterest, and I just told her, you know, get on that. <laughs> but, um, my session too. Yeah, exactly. She came to your session too. So, um, and meeting people like that, and then um, what's the guy that you interviewed? The marriage guy, Tony. De Lorenzo. De Lorenzo. Yes, I had a great talk with him tonight, and. But also the people that you looked up to online all the time, just being able to see them, you know, shaking hands with Pat Flynn, and uh, I guess there's others too. And meeting Leo, I, w- I could not get over the fact that he was so personable. I mean, don't get me wrong, I can see how he's just very, like, you know, laid back type of guy, but he actually said, Your name, hmm. Adal, two A's. He's like, That's O, that's Odal in Norway. And like, he went off in this whole thing. And he saw me again and said, Peter Odal. And he kept on, like, <laughs> pointing at me and doing these things. And uh, so I was just really impressed by yeah. all this so far. So awesome. And also, I get to meet you for the first time. You're the person. So, yeah. Very cool. And you led a session at your That's first right. time. Yeah, first time doing me an excellent, and I led a session. That's yeah. a true... 
honor and blessing. I feel I feel very very blessed to be able to do that. So, yeah, yeah. That's sweet. and not to mention the fact that there were we had a lot of questions. That was yeah. a lot of questions directed towards us. We got to help some people out. So, mm-hmm. yeah. well, I, one of the highlights for me was well, I, there are like. T- Five things, but you know, obviously tonight's meetup was out of this world. Um, you know, we're, we're sitting in a room right now that is a 1,100 square feet suite <laughs> that the conference provided me, so we could have this meetup here. We're all laying down in chaise. We're in the corner. I mean, we literally have a gorgeous view from up here, and it is just awesome. And, and I, I don't know, I, I'd say we had about 30 people in this room tonight, and that was just awesome. Having 15 members of the podcast mastermind here in one place is just, it, it, I can't even begin to tell you what that means to me personally. That's just awesome. Uh, to, to be able to take all these people I know and, and continually plug you guys into the face-to-face, mm-hmm. that, that, that really means a lot to me. Um, I also had yesterday my best speaking experience I've ever had in my life. Yeah, you did. Um, I, I, number one, I was sick. I was you are on, I. Was on, I, was, I was on cold medication, and, and I had no filter. It was, I, was, and I let it all out. Yes, but but me, that's what made it brilliant, though. It was you so were much. opinionated, and you were... Really <laughs> I was opinionated. That was the worst podcast <laughs> I've ever heard in my life. It really, really stuck. And he should have called on my voicemail feedback. I find us. I wouldn't have told him. Anyway, it was, but it was so much fun. And um, you know, the, I am so conflicted. There's my ego that was boosted so huge because the room had about 155 people in it, and they took five people out. And I've been told that they actually turned away about, you know, between 40 and 50 people outside the door. And they had the security there saying, you know, sorry, fire code, you can't come in. And so my E is like, wow, that is really awesome. On the other hand, I was like totally bummed. It's like, my gosh, because, I mean, I don't do this just so... Okay, there's a part of me that does this for my ego. I mean, come on, seriously. <laughs> I like the attention. Yeah. But seriously, no, I really, I, I wanted to get up there and I wanted to encourage and inspire people that it's not all about the money. It's not all about growing. My topic was how to grow your audience and market your podcast. But what I loved was I was able to say, look at this. This is a room of 155 people. All right. Look at this, and I mean, there's like energy in this room, and and I'm sitting there. It's like, could you imagine how do how would each of you feel if I was to say, man, I I spent so much time putting everything together, and I come here to speak to you guys, and there's only 155 people in this room. I don't even know if it's worth doing this next year. How would that make you feel? It's like, and I said, now, take a look at that. Look around this room. Wouldn't you love to have the ability to stand up on the stage and capture the attention of 155 people in this room every single week? I said, well, if you've got 150 or more subscribers to your podcast, this is exactly what you have 
and be thankful for it. And I wanted to get that message out. And I wanted to get the message of, you know, serve people, you know, and, and stuff like that. And to think that, you know, all those people got turned away. And that, so it was a double-edged sword. It's like, yeah, that was really cool that I had a standing room only. <laughs> they had to actually make people. But no, it, and it, but it was, a, it was so much fun. It and, was so much fun. And I want to say, it's the best that I've heard you speak. Even though, the, I mean, I go to the sessions when I'm local, but you play a lot of them on podcast instrument. I know a lot of your backstory, and I still got cool stuff out of it that is yes. like, wow, I've never heard this out of Cliff before, or, you know. Oh, you, you heard a lot of things you've never heard out of Cliff before. <laughs> right. Cliff on podcast instrument does have a filter. <laughs> hey, it's Vegas. Whatever happens. <laughs> Uh, that I want to thank the medicine that you took. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to remove that filter. <laughs> I had several people tell me when I go to Michael Hyatt's platform conference that right before I get on stage, I have to take that medicine. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. That's how Elvis got in trouble. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe I won't do that. Well, anything else? I mean, I, mean, I, I think that, um, you know, what do you, oh, okay, Vegas. I want to hear. Yeah. What do you think? It's a crazy place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Starting at landing at the airport, you're approaching Vegas and it's like desert, desert, desert. Like, why would anybody live here, you know? And then you land and it's this fake paradise. It's like almost like, you know, God, screw that. We're going to turn this <laughs> with, you know, canals and, you know, um, it's like, it's so over the top and it's cool, you know? Yeah. You know what yeah. I decided to do yesterday? I went to church. Was I heard. Yeah. So I just, you know, I'm, I'm here. I want to see what church here looks like. So I just went. It's right on the strip, too. The cathedral. <laughs> <laughs> Next to the, uh, the, uh, the prostitute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's the one-stop shop. <laughs> no, it's right next to the the Win Encore Hotel there. So, yeah. uh, and then I I walked a little bit back from there. So it, it was it's it's cool. It's it's a cool place for sure. I think it's cool, but I don't think there's enough time like for us to do things. Like I've been to Vegas before, and it's fun to just go and look at the buildings and the architecture and how things work and or what they look like, but. The only time, if unless we're skipping sessions to get outside, is dark. You know, it's mm-hmm. dark outside, so you don't really get the whole the feeling of Vegas. Plus, it's by the time you get done with your meetups, everything it's midnight or one o'clock. And you're what like, time is it now? Does anybody know? One o'clock. It's one o'clock. It's one o'clock. It's one o'clock in the morning. And by the way, who's on East Coast time normally? It's four o'clock in the morning for us. Yes. So. I think I think it's a it's a great town to be in for that those types of things, but it just there's so much conference stuff going on that you don't really get to enjoy. You almost have to come an extra day early or stay an extra day late yeah. just to kind of get some of that stuff that in. That is the key. I will tell you, I'm here until Friday night at midnight, <laughs> and the conference ends on Tuesday. And so yeah. it's like, listen, you know this. And by the way, this is my first time to Vegas. I I know people heard this last week, and and by, boy, I tell you what the. You know, this, the whole universe is against me coming to Vegas. Not this time, baby. I'm <laughs> and I'm staying. Ready to work. Yeah. But yeah, that's the thing. You, that's the these conferences when they're in a big city that is a touristy place and stuff like that. You're not going to be able to if you come in, fly in for the conference the night before, and you leave the day after it's done or that night. You're not going to be able to to enjoy that city. Maybe you can get a meetup 
that will take you someplace cool that it, you can experience the nightlife of that town, but you're not going to really enjoy. Uh, especially Vegas is a, a thing where you want to walk the strip during the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so absolutely plan to come a day early, plan to stay a day late, one or the other or both, and you'll really have, because Vegas ha- is awesome. I, I, so far what I've seen, and I look, can't wait to see more. Um, I'm with Caesar. It's a strange and fascinating <laughs> vortex of humanity. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, <laughs> oh, don't bring your children. <laughs> uh, but I have never been here before, and I was a little, um, I was, you know, I never had any desire to be here. I wouldn't be here unless it was this conference. Um, I, I get the heebie-jeebies in uh, Niagara Falls because I thought it was pretty cheesy and over the top. But I must say... It's like mini Vegas there. Yeah, but I, but but it's really cheesy. <laughs> Sorry, Niagara Falls, but I mean, the, the falls are beautiful. But you know what? This isn't what I expected and it's it's um, more sophisticated I think you know it, it can be cheesy but I think it's more sophisticated cheese if you want to go with that and uh, and fascinating at the same time as being strange you know and, and there are children in the lobby of this casino sometimes it's really weird with, yes. with you know people who are doing the dancing you know all of a sudden pop up on a stage and start you know moving and it's like oh and, and then there's in their see through nightgown yeah, <laughs> pretty much nothing and and here goes somebody with a stroller and I also find it sad <laughs> Yeah. I find I find there's some sad things. That's yeah. Some sad some sad lonely things going on here too. And I mean I guess that's that's true everywhere, but it's a strange place. I just wanted to point out that it seems like this place is dominated by Canadians. Right? And then out of six here, half of half of us except for Cliff were from Canada, so Representing. It's the uh, level of. Uh, it's a global community. <laughs> yes. 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 But Canada is well, well represented. represented. Yes. <laughs> but I put $20 well, into the slot machine. I didn't even get one credit out. Oh. Yeah. Oh. yeah. They didn't even. It's not a good investment, <laughs> I feel. No. And you were but done. the good thing about it was that I stopped. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. I don't. Okay, I'm not gonna put another twenty dollars into. At this. least that wasn't twenty euro. You know, that, <laughs> you know, gambling is extremely addicting and, yes. and stuff like that. And that that would be a concern for bringing somebody to a new media expo and stuff like that. And you know, I, I I'll tell you, I'm one of those guys that has an addicting behavior. Yep. You know, um, I, one of the things you won't see me doing with you guys is having a drink with you because you know, before you know it, I'm on my ninth and. I don't remember having a party with you guys at all. <laughs> um, so, and and I've gone to casinos before, and it's like you know what? I'm only going to do forty dollars. That's it. Mm. And of course, you know, within like twenty five minutes, I'm up hundred and eighty dollars. <laughs> it's like yes, this is a hundred, and I put the forty dollars back in my pocket. Yeah. And my experience was like okay, and it's like well now you know what? I've got my forty dollars. I, this isn't my money anyway. I'm going to play around, and I would get it, you know, up to this, down to this, up to this, down, and then finally I'm d- down to nothing. It's like, well, I was going to spend this forty dollars anyway, yeah. and you pull it back down, and then it's gone. Yeah. It's like, but w- I know it's like, okay, go to bed, club. <laughs> Seriously, and it and it takes and and I consider myself to be. You know, somewhat self-disciplined. I think myself as a person of integrity. I don't want to ruin my, you know, financial life and my family. And it's like, but even I, with as much self-control and and stuff like that, 
even I feel that temptation to yeah. keep doing more. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that, that's something to think about when you, you think of coming to Vegas as well. Yeah. But that's just one thing here. There's yeah. drinking, there's smoking, there's gambling, there's sex. Let me ask you, I get the sense, though, that being inside the Rio... I feel like, I mean, other than the fact that we've had to walk through the casino, obviously, and we've (laughs) passed a lot of people smoking um, and drinking and stuff like that, I feel kind of, and yes, I did, I was checking in and the girl got up on the stage and started singing and I'm like, it's like, oh, I'm going to turn around and see who's singing on stage. I'm going to turn around and not watch the That's a little creepy. I think where you were going with your question, Cliff, is I think we feel a little excluded. Or yeah. Like we're away from things. We're on our, We're buffered from We're it, buffered. Yeah. Like, yeah. honestly, how many of us actually went outside today? That's it. Uh, yeah, I did. I guess we did this morning to walk oh. across yeah. the street. Oh. Right. That's it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. But most people yeah. probably didn't leave. They had breakfast inside the hotel. Mm-hmm. They walked right down to the... You didn't even put a jacket on a day. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, that's my life most of the time. I don't yeah. go outside. <laughs> but, you know, today I walked, walked outside. But, you know... We're here, you have those things, but you're not seeing all of Vegas because we're all in one place. So so it's, it's kind of full circle. So we talk about the fact that, you know, we don't maybe go see, get to see all the city life and stuff like that and all mm-hmm. the exciting things. But at the same time, there's all this really kind of seedy, scary stuff. And I think it's important. And I think you yeah, you captured what I, where I was going with that. You know, don't listen to this podcast and not come to New Media Expo next year because of all this stuff. Know this. You know, I, I, I'm a Christian guy who has high values and stuff like this, and, and I come here and I have not felt unsafe or oh that gosh. I'm going to Pressure be, to do something. I have no. not been no. solicited by a prostitute or anything <laughs> no. like that. I, There's still I, a few days left. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do after you and, leave. <laughs> and I've walked, I mean, I'm doing that all the time in New York and everywhere. I've traveled um, forever alone, but I'm walking up and down the strip on my own. I've not once have, has anybody talked to me. If you walk with a straight face, and you don't even have to look at the at the uh, at the ground, you just you walk with a straight face, and you just walk like you know what you're doing. Yeah. There's a funny story. We were we were sitting, getting ready to watch Caesar go go on while well, he was on stage, getting everything ready. And there's this lady. We started talking, and uh, uh, somehow it came up that I sing Elvis in a tribute band, and she goes, "Honey." I'm from Vegas. That means nothing to me. <laughs> I said, right. You're right. Albert, will you do me a huge favor, man? But on podcast and Instagram, will you sing Elvis for us? Okay, I'll try. <clears throat> when we kiss my heart's on fire, burning with a strange desire, and I know each time I kiss you, let your heart's on fire too. Awesome. The local method No Christopher Walken. <laughs> you do Christopher Walken? Oh man. Did, but is he, he here today? Do, do me a favor, Christopher Walken introducing the podcast Answer Man episode. Hello, this is Christopher Walken. Welcome to the podcast Answer Man with Cliff Ravenscraft. He's good. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Peter, what about you, man? Vegas. Vegas. I think the Saturday night, the the speaker's reception, I mean, it was really loud. I had a hard time hearing people, but it dawned on me, I'm like, 
wow, I'm in the hide. I'm in the hide. I've heard about this place. And I'm in the hide right now. I don't know how many of my friends are ever going to get to be here. Tell people what the hide is because I did not, I did not know what the hide was, and I didn't realize why the music was so loud until I realized, oh, that's why the music is so loud, and there's like fifty subwoofers up in the ceiling of the of the rafters well, of this room. So what is the hide? Well, maybe you need to explain it a little bit. I just know that it was like this. It's this area that is, I guess. Desired. I mean, it's like a place to hang it's out. It's an exclusive party, party white place. Yeah, party it's VIP only, man. VIP. So, so here's the hide. This I don't know if you actually saw this, but it, so here's the thing. So everybody goes to Vegas. My wife says, Cliff, whatever you do, I want you to get pictures of the, of the what fountains um, of the fountain, the Bellagio, the Bellagio, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah. So I don't know if you know this, but the hide. Is you know so basically everybody goes and they see the fountains from the strip from the from the road. Well, the hide is actually at the level of the fountains inside the Bellagio, and so there was the whole panoramic windows open. And every time the music got really loud, I don't know if you know it was every I think is it every thirty minutes the fountains I think go maybe off? ten or fifteen. And so every ten or fifteen minutes when the fountains go off. The music starts again. The fountains go to the music, and so the room is actually vibrating to the the motion of what was going out on outside the window. Yes. If you would have turned around, because people on the road need to listen. So it's really loud, so you can reach the uh, the strip. Yeah. The um, well, I do remember one moment there when when the fountains are going off, and it was what an Italian song. And one of you two was singing along with John Dumas, and he was like recording it, and it was just actually a really fun moment watching. I don't know. I think it was me. Uh, yeah, it was probably you, Caesar. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> just, I mean that was cool seeing the fountains that I you see in movies or something like that, and you're like, wow, that's really it. And that water goes super high. <laughs> yeah, super high. And it and it shoots off. And it sounds like cannons. Yeah. 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 Awesome. yeah. And awesome. it's to the music. It's really cool. Yep. But anyway, thank you guys so much for coming out to Vegas. Thank you guys for uh, listening to this uh, conversation with uh, some wonderful people here in my life. And, uh, you know, hopefully that what you've heard here tonight just gives you a feeling of just the, uh, the afterglow. By the way, there's still a whole day left of this thing. Yeah. And so uh, it's, it's going to be awesome. And... Uh, I hope that many of you will uh, come out and be in uh, Vegas with us next year for New Media Expo. So uh, uh, I'm going to give everybody an opportunity uh, real clearly. And uh, for everybody, please uh, plug your stuff. So we'll start with Peter. All right. Yes. It's not 160, by the way. No. Yes. 168opportunities.com. You can find me there. And I'll just give up my Twitter at Peter Adal, P-E-D-E-R-A-A-D-A-H-L. Awesome. Cool. You can find me at thelocalmethod.com, and all the contact information is there. Love to have you listen to the show. You can find me at podconsult.dk for Denmark. I'm Karen Hoog, and glad to be here. I'm Jen Swanson, communicationdiva.com, and you can find me on Twitter at, at J-E-N-N Swanson, and then the number two. You can find me on amindmedia.com. And my Twitter handle is at amindmedia. And that's A-M-I-N-D media. Yes. And this is Dustin Hartzer from your website, engineer.com, and you can find all my contact information there. Just easier. That's easier to spell than Hartzler. <laughs> <laughs>
And same here, I'm Cesar Abit, and I'm the host of the Construction Industry Podcast. You can find it at constructionindustrypodcast.com. All right. Thank you all very much. Uh, by the way, podcasting A to Z starts Monday, January 14th. I still have a few spots. Head over to podcastingatoz.com. Use promo code PAM for $100 off. And, of course, until next time, I encourage you all to take everything you do to, to the, the next, next level. level. <laughs>